Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. This is Clarence Caldwell at True Life Academy. I am your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Welcome to True Life Academy, and good morning to you. Yes, it is morning. No matter when you're listening to this, it is morning, because if you're listening to this, you are waking up, waking up to your true life. And I really, really appreciate you spending the time to to do that and being conscious enough and being aware enough to know that uh, you really do need to wake up to live that amazing life that we were intended to live. So thank you and welcome. And as always, because uh, we have this wonderful life that we live, uh, everything that's around us is really a gift to us. That breath you just took, another gift. That breath you just took, another gift. That heartbeat, another gift. And when you receive gifts, what do you say? You say thank you. So live in thanks. I Hopefully you've been doing that, living your life with an attitude of gratitude. And secondly, giving. It's so important to give because when you give, it's not just about giving to the other person because what you do is you open yourself up to receive at the same time. When you give, you receive at the same time. And thirdly, because we do have this power to choose, the power of choice, the way to do it is to love first. Love first and then choose. If you've lived your life that way, I know you've had an amazing week and you've made an amazing week for someone around you. Now, I will say this because it's important that we are doing the things we do not only to wake up ourselves, but to also influence the world around us and to have an impact on the people around us. You know, could you imagine just having everything your your heart and your mind could could absolutely dream of and desire, but you were here on this planet by yourself? You could go out and you could get on your yacht and you could sail for for days, you had all the food you, you could possibly eat. Uh, the golf courses would be wide open. You could play as much golf as you wanted by yourself. Or you could go to the movies. You know, everything was working, but you were by yourself. And the whole world was empty except for you. Would that be cool? Maybe for a few hours. But I would venture to guess after that first day, you would be out of your mind because you do need other people and other people need you. And so we need each other in that way. And so when we're talking about living an amazing life and we're talking about building a life that's full of joy and wonderment and love and beauty, we're talking about not only ourselves, we're talking about the people around us. So when you give thanks and when you give when you can and when you love first and then choose, it's about making an amazing life for yourself, but also the people around you. So 
that's how we're going to kick the, kick the show off tonight. Um, didn't plan to say all that, but there you go. You've got it. Hey, uh, tonight it's you and I again, and we're going to talk about something that is probably experienced by all of us at one point in time. In fact, I experienced it today, and I will tell you that uh, uh, it was... Uh, it really caught me a little off guard because I always think that I've got it all together and everything's cool. But today, whew, it just hit me right between the eyes. And it's about being overwhelmed. Have you ever felt overwhelmed at times? I mean, there's just so much going on that you're just like, ah, you're, almost, you're pulling your hair out. If I had any hair left, I'd pull it out. It was just, it was just so much going on. Uh, now, today being the first Monday after daylight savings, you know, of course I'm blaming that, that hour that we lost <laughs> yesterday because I have one less hour in the last 48 to get my stuff done. And so that's increased the level of anxiety that I've, that I've felt around so much to do. You know, uh, you know, it was interesting. I was listening to someone talk about how Mondays are one of the highest level uh, one of the days that the highest number of heart attacks take place, primarily in men. Now, heart attacks take place in both men and women, but the numbers of men having heart attacks on a Monday is higher uh, than any other day of the week. And it's higher yet by some significant percentage the Monday that follows the, uh, the time zone, the time change. Isn't that amazing? So I don't know what that's all about. Maybe, you know, the anxiety that I was talking about of having one less hour to work with and feeling overwhelmed. Maybe it's the, the, the loss of that hour at, at night when you're sleeping. You, you've got to take a few days to get used to the new time. Uh, maybe it's just because it's Monday. <laughs> I don't know. But it's interesting to me that physically it has an impact on us to, to have uh, things change in our life like that. The, the time of day changes. Too much to do. Feeling overwhelmed and anxious. That it would have an impact on you physically as well. So I decided that uh, since I was feeling so overwhelmed, what better subject to talk about but being overwhelmed? And in fact, uh, as I was uh, signing in the, the, right before this show, the producer mentioned to me that he didn't know if I was going to make it or not because I usually sign in a little bit earlier, but I was just running so hard today. I almost missed our, our time together. And not, not really. I, had, I was going to make it. Even if it was a, a few seconds before our hour, I was going to make it. But it's because I was so overwhelmed with everything that was going on. And, um, and, and so I started to think about what is it that we need to do when we get overwhelmed to keep our health, number one, and, and keep our minds and keep our emotions and keep that anxiety down. There are things that we can absolutely do. And so um, I started putting together this process. And now I, I put this together because I, I put myself in the position of, let's say, one of my clients who would come to me and say, hey, I'm overwhelmed well, what should I do? Uh, people often ask me, what would you do, Clarence? And I try not to give advice about specifically what I would do because it may not work for someone else, number one. Secondly, you know, they'll come back and say, well, that didn't work. And, and then I look like I'm not uh, as an effective coach as I could be. And coaches really should not give advice. They, we will give you, if you're doing it right, if you're coaching correctly, you'll give a person 
options and things to think about and have them turn inside to see what works for them, but not give advice. Uh, that's for financial advisors, not for life coaches. So anyway, uh, as I was thinking about it, I, I just put myself in the position of one of my clients and said, okay, Clarence, you're overwhelmed. You got so much to do on your list and you're not getting a lot of it done. What would you suggest? And so as I started thinking about it, I started writing down all of the things that can help us when we get overwhelmed, all the things that can help you when you get overwhelmed. And I was using myself, of course, as as the guinea pig, so to speak, of all the things that I believed could help me since I was feeling overwhelmed. And I want to share those with you. Now, this list turned out to be a fairly long list. The list was overwhelming. <laughs> so I thought, wait a minute, if you got to do all of these things, yeah, that's just another list of things to do. I don't need another list of things to do. I have plenty of lists to uh, try to uh, keep it together as it is. All I need is just yet another list of things to do when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Well, I'm going to share with you these dozen plus things. It's like a baker's dozen, 13 things that that um, you can do. But you don't need to do all of these things. It's possible that only you know one or two of these things is really the right thing for you to do. So don't feel overwhelmed with a 13-item list that I'm going to share with you. And, I'm, and they're in no particular order. So that should tell you also that this isn't a process. This isn't a step-by-step. Here's how you get from being overwhelmed to, to uh, being uh, less anxious and, uh, uh, and the like. You know, when you're so, so anxious and you stay in that mode for very long, your anxiousness becomes physically impacting and you begin to panic a little bit. And when you panic, then you're not very effective in some of the decisions that you make. And so the decisions you make and the things that you do in an anxious and panicked mode simply do not work very well. And in fact, they may end up adding things to your list to do or slow you down in getting those things done. So you want to avoid this panic mode. You want to avoid, if you can, the even the anxious mode. You're going to feel that level of anxiousness when you're overwhelmed. But there is a way to back out of it. There's a way to to reverse that. And we're going to talk about these things that I think are absolutely key in helping you manage and deal with being overwhelmed when when that happens to you. And it happens to all of us. As I mentioned, it happened to me. It happens a lot for some people and others who have these these things that I'm going to talk to you about really under control and they they rely on these things. They are overwhelmed less than others. And uh, but it happens to all of us. So this is not anything that you need to feel that it's it's a detriment to your character or anything else. It's just this is the way life is. There is so much happening, so much happening not only in your life, but in the lives of the people around you. And, and when it happens to them, sometimes it influences your life. And if, if it happens to a close person, a close family member, a loved one, it can feel like it's happening to you. You can feel overwhelmed when someone else is going through something because you want to be there for them. See, being overwhelmed is a feeling. It's, I wouldn't call it an emotion, but I would call it a feeling. And this feeling 
can generate uh, an emotion in you and it can generate a physical and mental reaction in you that is, um, is not good. So we're going to talk tonight about being overwhelmed, not necessarily being overwhelmed, but how to react and how to respond when you do feel overwhelmed. So that's tonight's subject. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll jump right into the list. I won't, I won't number them, but I'll tell you when I change the item. So we'll be right back after this. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Go be the money! Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. This is Toginet, cutting-edge radio. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. And if you have taken the time to listen to this show, to this podcast, to this episode, um, I think you'll be happy that you did. First of all, it says that you are doing one thing that you really should do, and that is really waking up and searching or seeking information, knowledge, that you can apply in your life that allows you to gain the wisdom that leads to a better life, a less overwhelmed life. And so we're going to talk about being overwhelmed tonight. So I know you've got lots to do in your life. And if you're carving out the hour to spend with me tonight, that is absolutely great because uh, I think you'll be happy to have these in your pocket. So when you do get overwhelmed, if you're not overwhelmed already about something in your life, that you can use these I'll tell you, I'll call them tricks, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better term. These are all my tricks uh, to dealing with being overwhelmed. You know, when you finish listening to this tonight, you'll walk away with a list of very powerful, actionable things that you can do right away. Not something you have to study and learn and figure out, but these are very, very basic and they're very, very effective in, in helping you. Uh, now, as I said, there might be 12 or 13 things that I'm going to talk about, but you don't have to do them all. If you can do them all, that's great. But any one, two or three of these things might be just what you need. And so I am really looking forward to sharing these with you, which I'm going to do right away. All right. So the first thing that came to mind for me uh, when I talk about helping a client and myself being the client in this case 
you're so overwhelmed. What should I do? Well, the first thing I want to do, um, and again, these are not in any order, even though this was the first thing that came to mind for me, was to stop and take a deep breath. I mean, that's just it. I mean, just stop, take a breath, physically take a breath, breathe deep. I think physiologically, you can uh, affect the the level of anxiety and the endorphins or whatever is going on, the chemical reaction taking place inside of you, if you just stop for a moment, and it's hard to do when you've got so much to do, you just want to run a thousand miles an hour, you, just to stop and take a breath, someone will say, I just don't have time to stop and take a breath. Well, if you don't, then, then you really need to evaluate what's going on here because that can uh, lead to something much more serious. If you don't have time to stop and take a breath, then think about this one um, in a more deep, in a deeper way. So physically and even mentally stop and take a breath. When I say mentally stop and take a breath, um, just try to just clear your mind if you can, just for that moment. It doesn't have to be a long time. Just stop and clear your mind, clear your lungs, take a deep breath. Now, there's a breathing exercise that I, I walk people through, and I won't do it here with you, but it's essentially taking a deep, deep breath for uh, an inhale for 10 seconds. That's how long I want you to suck the air in. That's a long time to suck a lot of air in. And then hold it, hold your breath for another 10 seconds, maybe 15 if you can hold it that long. And then let it out slowly for another 10 to 15 seconds. That breathing exercise gets the oxygen deep into your lungs. It sits there. See, often when we breathe, we only use uh, maybe the top third of our lungs. But if you deeply breathe it in and keep that in there, that oxygen has a, has a way of getting into your, uh, your bloodstream, your corpuscles, and it, you can actually feel it. Now, if you do this a few times, and you start feeling dizzy, stop. Okay, so here's the, here's the, here's the medical warn, warning. Don't do this at home or don't do it if you, if you start to feel a little wheezy or queasy. Consult your physician. Uh, but take a deep breath. That's, that's the one thing that came to mind. The other thing that came to mind for me was to take an inventory of all the things that are creating this anxiety, creating this this level of overwhelm meant. If you, even if you could just write them all down, if it's a list, write the list down. Here's all the things I have to do. And when you write that long list of a hundred things that you've got to do, that's creating this feeling of being overwhelmed, that's the inventory. It could be a lot of little things. It could be a couple of big things in there. But whatever's making you feel overwhelmed, you need to really take an inventory of it. Write it all down. What you'll often find is that, um, you know, it's not the things on that list that are creating the feeling of being overwhelmed. It's your view of these things. You know, there could be too many of these things at one time. You know, each one is important to do and you just just, you know, can't do just one uh, or you just can't not do one. That's a double negative. You have to do you have to do them all. You feel you have to do them all. Um, Others are relying on you to get some of these things done. These are might, might be some of the things that are creating that anxious overwhelmment for you. you. You might look at that list and say, well, I've just got no time for myself. 
you know, all of those things are indicators that something on that list, there's something that you're feeling about this that's creating that feeling of overwhelmment. I mean, these are all your perspectives of this list, you know, and all of that, that view of it, guess where it all resides? It resides in a real estate of about six inches, maybe more if you have a larger head. It's between your ears. That's where all of that resides. So it's not in the world all around you. It's right there between your ears. That's where that creation of overwhelmment takes place. You know, whether you have that list today, tomorrow, the next day, it's the, the list is the list. And you need to separate yourself from that list because what you feel about that, the overwhelmment you feel, is happening between your ears. You know, the way you see it is really the key. The other thing I wanna, want to uh, ask you to do uh, or you think about doing is, um, is ask for help. You know, there's no shame in asking for help. If, it's, if you have a long list of things that, to do that are causing you this anxiety, causing you to feel overwhelmed, if you're at work, when I say ask for help, I mean, you, you might just have to go to your boss and say, hey, look, you know, I've got all of this stuff. I, you know, you're going to have to take something off my plate or something's not going to get done or can I get some help doing it? You know, you would be so much better off. And your boss, if he's a real good leader, not just your forceful manager that we've talked about in the past, but a, a good, powerful leader will recognize what you're saying and absolutely help you there. Absolutely take something off your plate. Absolutely get you the help you need because they recognize not only is it affecting you, but it will affect the level of work that you're going to produce. It will affect the people around you. It will affect the company. It affects so much more, and a good leader will see that. So if it's about being overwhelmed at work, ask for help or at least tell your boss, tell someone. Um, there's a, a, a woman we had on here last year, uh, Eve Dion. She made a comment to me many years ago. She said, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. And, I, and it just stuck with me. You know, there's few people that I quote, but that, that quotation stuck with me. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. So if your mouth is closed, you're not going to be able to eat, right? So you have to speak up. You've got to open your mouth if you want help. So ask for help. That's the thing I would really, really say. You know, this is um, tax season, and, you know, there's, that can be overwhelming right there. And, uh, uh, you know, that was one of the things on my list, and it was causing me such anxiety. And you know what? I asked for help. I, I talked to my uh, tax accountant and I said, look, I'm going to need a little bit more time here. And he says, no problem. We'll file for an extension. <laughs> you know, the, my forehead is flat from smacking it with my palm. At, Duh, of course, ask for an extension. Get your stuff together. Get the taxes done. And the, the level of anxiety just completely dropped at that point in time. So ask for help. There's always... And understanding and, and uh, because we all go through it, um, even if there's a deadline that you have. OK. And the other thing that I will say also associated with this, this is another item, and that's to delegate. If you have people that are working with you and working around you, working 
for you. Uh, even that people that you work for, you can delegate upward also. You can say, hey, boss, this one is like is too much for me. Can you take this one for me? Now, many uh, leaders or managers have been taught that uh, they they don't take uh, things from, from that are coming up. They only take stuff that's coming down from the top down. But uh, truly, if you need help and your manager and or leader recognizes that, uh, they can certainly deload you to a degree that would would uh, would help. So you can delegate. You can delegate sideways, downward, upward, 360 degrees. Delegation is is very very helpful. Now I'm not talking about just giving your work away. Just hey, you do this, you do that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if there's something that you think can be done by someone else, and they can really help you, and it can help ease the stress that you're feeling. Delegate it to someone. Find someone that is willing and open and that you trust that can do the work and will do it for you. And even if it's something personal, delegate that. And uh, if you use that, uh, I think you'll find it very, very valuable. Now, the other thing, I'm going to give you one more item here, and it's called uh, prioritize. You know, what has to get done? What just has to get done? You know, this list of 100 things, I mean, you often find that if you, you look at that, that list of 100 things that, that's on your plate, there are really two or three of those things that just have to get done. Well, understand what those things are and focus on those one, two, or three things and get those things done. When you focus and get clear on the Vital few. I call it the vital few. If you get clear on the vital few, your list becomes shorter immediately. And the impact, this inventory you took of the hundred things that you've got on your plate, the impact of that list has less of an effect on your anxiety, on your feeling of being overwhelmed. Okay, so... Prioritize. Take the top three items that you just absolutely have to get done. Focus on those. Now, it may mean that there are some other things that you really would like to get done and others want you to do some of these other things. And, you know, somebody else is dependent on you to do this, that and the other. Um, Talk to them. Let them know that, hey, that's not going to get done in the time that you thought it was going to get done because I've got these three things I have just got to get done. And then once those things are done, move the next three items up and focus on those. It's one of those, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? This is a different view of that. It's prioritizing what's really, really important to get done and get those things done. All right. Wow. All right. So we're going to go through a few more of these um, after the break. And I think... One or two of these things are going to work for you. So I hope you're capturing them and we'll be back right after this break. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. 
It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Hey, kids. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are talking about being overwhelmed. Actually, we're not talking about being overwhelmed as much as we are talking about what we should Think about doing when we get overwhelmed. So when you feel overwhelmed, um, there are a few things that might help you. First of all, um, you know, just stopping for a moment, taking a breath, taking inventory of all the things that you've got to do. You know, that can be overwhelming when you write down the things. You can see that list in front of you. That is a step that even though it's important to do, it can create a little bit more anxiety because now you see in front of you all of these things, a hundred things on your list. Uh, but it becomes a matter of a perspective as to whether or not uh, this, this issue of being overwhelmed exists because where does it exist? It doesn't exist in the world around you. It exists in your mind. And then uh, we talked about asking for help. We also talked about delegating some of the items that might be on your list to others that can help you. And we talked about prioritizing, just finding the one or two things that this is the most important thing, and I'm just going to focus on that and get that done. When you get clear and when you focus, amazing things happen. And when you complete that item, oh, my gosh, it really feels good. It really feels good. It has the, it's the antidote to overwhelmment is to actually complete an item on your list. That really feels good. So I suggest that you do focus on one or two items, get those done. Because what happens when you get into an overwhelm mode, 
you tend to kind of walk between all hundred items. Oh, I got to do this. So I'll start working on it. Oops, I got to do this. And I start working on that. Got to do that one. Oh, I better start doing something with this one. Oh, this one hasn't been touched in a while. I better go do a little bit of something with that. And you've got all these plates spinning, so to speak. For those of you who, uh, who remember some of the uh, circus tricks or circus acts where they had spinning plates on top of a, a very thin pole and the the wonder in it was how do you keep all of those plates spinning they would have six seven eight nine ten a dozen plates spinning at the same time on top of the tiny pole to keep them spinning is very difficult and that creates a level of overwhelmment to keep all those plates spinning. So it is important to focus. It's important to get one or two things. And when you get those done, the feeling that comes out of it is the antidote to being overwhelmed. So even though you've only got one out of the 100 done, you've got 99 more things to do, you got 99 problems, but that one is not one of them anymore, then you can feel better about it because you're knocking it down. Baby steps, Okay. And it might be a big item, so it might not be a real baby step. The next thing I want to tell you to do is, or not tell you to do, that didn't come out right. The next thing I would suggest that you consider, how's that? The next thing I would suggest that you consider is to take care of you. Now, again, these are all not in any given order. So all of these things are important, but one or two of these things might work for you. When I say take care of you, I mean that if you have, I'm not talking about doing anything special, anything different, um, you know, pouring yourself a glass of wine and taking the day off. I'm not talking about that. If that's not what you would normally do, then I don't suggest that you do that. But what I do suggest that is if you have a routine that you go through, stick to that routine. For example, when I get up in the morning, Uh, Not that you need to know what my routine is, but the very first thing I do is I brush my teeth, I put on my workout clothes, and I get 60 minutes minimal, 60 minutes of workout time in. No matter when it is, Sunday I take the Sunday off, but no matter when it is, that's what I do. 60 minutes of workout, and that's part of my routine. After that, I do a little meditation. Now that's my routine, and that I do that no matter what. And I could get up in the morning and know that I've got a thousand things on my list to do. But I'm not going to sacrifice those other things that I know that are important to my quality of life. And so what I would ask you to do is to take care of you first. You know, they talk about uh, when you get paid uh, for talking about money. What do they say? Pay yourself first. That means put a little bit away, save some money. Before you start paying your bills, before you pay anything else, pay yourself first. Well, this is the same thing. Take care of you. Take care of you first. If you've got a routine of getting up, brushing your teeth, exercising, meditating, do that. Don't change that just because you've got a thousand things on your list. Now, there may be something on your list you need to take care of right away. Get up a little earlier to do it, to do your routine. Whatever you have to adjust Adjust accordingly, but don't uh, change uh, because you're panicked. Don't change because you're feeling so anxious. Because once you get out of that routine, now you're kind of free floating. You're not really 
uh, on solid ground anymore. You don't really know what's going to happen next because your your whole body, your physiology, your mind, everything starts to just change a little bit because it's not used to uh, being out of that routine. So if you do have a routine, stick with it. And again, it could be exercise. It could be meditation. I think exercise is good. So I'm not going to talk a lot about exercise, but I think um, exercise can really, really help. So it's just like the breathing. If you can do something physiologically that will help you, um, exercise is one of those things. Do that. You know, don't change just because you're panicked. You know, this is where your solid, stable place resides. And it, you can use that for staying grounded as you face your list that day. Okay? The next thing I'm going to ask uh, that you consider is to find a few minutes, even an hour if you can. But just find some time in the day beyond your routine. And I know it, this is going to be hard because you, you don't have time. You've got so much to do. Where am I going to find the time? Carve it out. Even if it's just a few minutes, carve out some time to what I call break the silence. And when I say break the silence, I don't mean literally break the silence, but break the feeling of overwhelmment, break the feeling of being anxious, break it by doing something like laughing, doing something that makes you laugh, doing something that makes you dance, you know, whether it's singing a song, playing your best song, the, the, the song you love the most, just play, have fun, just take a few minutes if you're not having fun, if you're not laughing, if you're not singing, dancing, or whatever it is to break that silence, and it's not really silence that I'm talking about, but breaking that, that grip of anxiety, then it's going to feel even heavier and heavier as the day goes on. So find that time. If it's a lunch break, if it's sometime during the day, just find that time to break the silence, so to speak, and incorporate that in your day along the way. Whether you're overwhelmed or not, you should probably do that. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be overwhelmed to do that. I think that's a good practice to be in no matter what. So if you're feeling, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's more important to do that. Okay, so find a few minutes to do that. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you to find some more time in your day. Uh, but if you can find a little bit of time uh, to also visualize what it feels like and what it looks like to have that list completed. Spend 5, 10, 15 minutes just visualizing. Get still and visualize what it feels like. And, and maybe you do it while you're in the shower, where you're washing your hair or in the shower while your eyes are closed. Visualize what it feels like, what it looks like to have that list done. You know, this, is, this sounds counterintuitive to take the time to do that because you don't have time as it is. It might even sound counterproductive, but the opposite is actually true. It can actually accelerate you towards completion of your tasks. So if you see the, the end of the road in your mind, remember this, is all, this overwhelmment and this anxiety, where does it exist? In that six inches of real estate between your ears. So let's go into that real estate and let's start planting some seeds of completion. Let's see these tasks completed. Let's see what it 
looks like to be done with that list. Let's see what it looks like to have the biggest item on that list completed. Let's see and let's, let's even feel what it looks like, what it feels like to have that item completed or those items completed. Spend a few minutes doing that, even if it's in the shower. Carve out the time. That time is more than uh, uh, necessary if you want to get a return on your time. Busy work doesn't get you the return. This kind of investment of time will, will pay back immensely. I can, I can guarantee it will pay it back to you. You won't even know that you're being paid back because you'll say, oh, this thing was done. I got that done. I got that done. How did that happen? It started with you seeing it done. And we talk about visualization. Um, I think we talked about it on one of our shows here. There's a whole process to it. Uh, but look it up. Find out what the best way to visualize something is. And I'm not just saying close your eyes and see it. But visualize, visualization is a very powerful tool that I would ask you to use as well. Okay, let's move on. The next thing I'm going to suggest that you consider is throwing away one thing on the list. Now, it could be the lowest priority item you have on your list. You know that list that you took an inventory of? You wrote down 100 things that you're going to do that you have to get done. Take the lowest priority item on that list and just scratch it off your list. Just say, I'm not going to do it. So now your list is not 100, it's 99. It's not a three-digit list anymore. Hey, guess what? You're down to two digits. You know, the psychological uh, impact of, of making that movement uh, is something that, it, you know, I can't explain to you, but it, it absolutely works. Taking that low item and mo- removing it from the list. Be deliberate and conscious that this one thing will no longer be on your list of things to do. It may, it may come back in time, but mentally you'll feel empowered. It'll have an empowering effect on you, and the resulting smaller list will feel good. So take the low item. This is not a priority thing that we talked about earlier of taking the top three things. This is the other end of it. Take that bottom thing, take, toss it off your list. Now you've got less to do. Okay. Um, I, I think um, some of those things that I've talked about doing can help. If you do one, two, three, four of those things, do them all if you can. Uh, I think you'll, you'll get out of this feeling of overwhelmment pretty easily. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with the rest of it. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski right here on Toginet Radio. 
Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? and ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are talking about what to possibly do, things to consider doing when you feel overwhelmed. And uh, typically, being overwhelmed is is a long list of things that, that you have to do. Now, there are other things that can overwhelm you, but we're talking about just having so much on your plate tonight. Uh, And I will tell you that if there are other things that are overwhelming you, some of these same things that we've talked about will work there also. But right now, the example we're using, uh, because I'm the one that's being coached in this in this uh, scenario, is my list is too long. I've got so many things I'm trying to do. So these are the things. in this case, myself. And, you know, of all the things we've talked about, of all the things that I've mentioned so far, you know, taking the breath, physically, mentally, which will help emotionally, you know, taking an inventory, writing down everything that you have. And, and even though that might become one of those things that, that makes you a little more anxious, you need to see it. You need to understand it because you need to understand your reaction to it. Asking for help, delegating, prioritizing, taking care of yourself and then not getting out of your routine just because you're feeling anxious, you know, finding a few minutes uh, or an hour to, to break the silence, I call it, with, with laughter and song and dance and just having fun, uh, finding, you know, some more time, whether it's in the shower or wherever, to visualize what it feels like to be complete with these tasks, you know, throwing away something on the bottom of that list, you know, all of those things are, are great, but you know what? We haven't done anything with the list yet, have we? So this is the other thing I'm going to tell you to strongly consider. 
Take action. Do something. Yes, you got to do something. The list isn't going to evaporate on its own. It's not going to just go away. You got to do something. You got to take action. Now, here's the caveat to that. Here's what I want you to do, or at least strongly consider as a suggestion. When you take action, look at those, that, those priority items, the focus items. Take one or two big, massive actions and you know, you can take several smaller actions if you like. I mean, 10 or 15 smaller actions aimed at knocking your list down, but you've got to do something. Take action, okay? So don't sit there and, and feel so anxious till you get to a place of panic where your your head is in your hands, your elbows are on the desk, and you're, and you're, you know, you're pulling whatever little hair you have left out, and you're just feeling really overwhelmed. I, I recommend you take one or two really big actions. Now, when I say big actions, I mean, you know, not just, you know, doing something that's easy to do. I'm talking about taking an action that's a difficult action to take. Maybe it's writing that, that, uh, uh, that letter to uh, someone that, that's, that's really influential. You've been putting off writing that letter to them or making that phone call. That's a big action to you. Do it. That is what you need to do. Take a big action. I call it massive action. Take massive action against one or two of those big items that you have and get past that. Because quite often, it's the big action that you're not taking that is creating some of the anxiety because you know you've got to do that. Oh, I'm going to have to pick up the phone. I'm going to have to call this guy. Uh, I don't want to really talk to him because, you know, that's going to bring up all this other stuff. And uh, But I really need to make that phone call. Well, that's, a, that's creating anxiety for you. Take big action. Take massive action. Make that call. Write that letter. Do that thing. Whatever it is, take the massive action. So, up until now, we've not talked about doing anything. Now I'm telling you, again, this is not in, in, the, in any given order, but taking action is key. You must take action. This will psychologically have a greater impact on your overall overwhelmment feeling than anything else. I mean, just taking that action that, you know, at minimum, take one step, whatever that one step is. You know, it's, it's, I don't know if you've heard me say it a couple of times, but it's been, it's been said, just take one step in the direction of your dream. Take one step in the direction of getting that big item completed. Take one big step, one giant leap for mankind, if you will. Not a baby step. Take one big step. If you can do that, you will see and feel, psychologically you will feel, uh, uh, just kind of a raising of the weight because part of the weight that you feel that's creating the anxiety and the overwhelmment is that there's one thing that you've just been putting off. I, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do that one thing. I'll do these five things today, but I'll do this one thing tomorrow. And guess what? The next day comes and that feeling is still there. That anxious feeling is still there because you didn't do that one thing. If you do that one thing, you will find that so many uh, other things will just feel so much better. Um, as I mentioned, this whole thing about my taxes, I was just feeling so overwhelmed. And all I needed to do was make a phone call to my accountant to say, I need help. What, what am I going to do? File an extension. Ah, felt so much better after that phone call. So um, take action. 
Now, the other thing I'm going to strongly, strongly encourage and suggest that you think about doing is take the time to organize. Now, I'm not talking about prioritization. We talked about prioritizing your list, your current list, but I'm talking about organizing. You know, it may even mean putting a system in place to manage your to-do list so that it doesn't get out of control again the next time. So when I say put a list, uh, a system together to organize yourself, um, you can use anything. Maybe you're old school and you just like to write things down in a, in a journal uh, or a to-do list. Just write it by hand or type it out by, uh, by your computer. Whatever it is that works for you. You know, there are, there are, there's technology available that can really help you with this. There are, you know, that saying that there's, there's probably an app for that. Well, that's true. There's apps for just about everything anymore. There are calendar apps where, you know, if you're having a hard time getting people on your calendar, there's an easy way to get things scheduled on your calendar. Um, there are a to-do, to-do list apps that make it very easy. If you're a very techn- if you're a technology-based person, you might look at some using some of this technology. I don't know if any of of you are familiar with the uh, app called Evernote. It's a very powerful app, Evernote, where you can put anything in there. You can put pictures and links to websites and to-do lists, and you you can use it for a lot of different things, and a lot of people are using that. It's a very high productive tool that you can use. Um, So when they say there's probably an app for that, that's right. You know, even if you're a social media hound, a social media bug, maybe it's a social media for your business. There are apps that you can use to post for you on social media. You put the the posting in ahead of time and you schedule it out over the week. And it will it will post those things at a date and time that you set up. So you do it once, maybe once in a week, and let it go for the whole week. You don't have to get in there every day and post something or figure out what to post. Do it one time for that week or for that month or even for that year, if you can see that far out. And, and the uh, technology will do it for you. Um, some of the apps that come to mind uh, for that are one called Hootsuite. There's a Buffer app. There's uh, Meet Edgar you know, some of these are free and some of these cost on a monthly basis. But if you're really into social media and you need that kind of help, if that's overwhelming you because of all the stuff you've got to do, use technology to play in that game. All right. So we've got a couple, I got a couple more things I want to share with you before we, we call it a wrap. But um, the other thing I'm going to strongly suggest that you consider is learning something new. You know, just as I talked about these apps in this technology, you know, that could make a difference in your productivity. If you learn, let's say you learn to update your own website so you don't have to go to a web designer to get it done because, you know, a web designer is not always available to you and they could come back and forth and, and you can uh, uh, play telephone tag and, and you get anxious and, and, and because it's not getting done because you're relying on someone else. Learn how to update your own website. You know, I'm saying this, but I'm also going to caution you. I'm going to caution you. This one is tough because you can end up doing so much stuff yourself that you've learned that you can now 
start to create this list again of things you have to do. And so that's a slippery slope. So you need to find the balance where you do it yourself versus asking for help or delegating or hiring someone to do it. But if you can be more productive by doing it yourself and it can help ease that feeling of overwhelmment, I think you should consider that. Strongly consider the suggestion. And then um, the other thing I wanted to share as um, this is actually item 13 on my list, again, in no particular order, um, is recognize what you like to do and what you're good at doing versus what you need to do and maybe not so good at doing. Because what will typically happen on your list is you will tend to, and we all do this, you will tend to do all the things that you like to do. You'll tend to do all the things that you're good at doing, especially if you're doing something you don't like to do and you run into a little bit of a snag or roadblock. We will have a tendency to say, okay, I'm going to let that sit for a while. I'm going to go do something I know I can get done. And so I'm going to do something I like to do or something I'm good at doing. So it's, it's very easy to get caught up in that while that big, hairy, audacious thing is sitting there on your list, not getting taken care of because you don't really like to do it or you're really not good at doing it. So it just sits there. So the chances are what you're good at is what you're actually doing every day and your list is not getting much smaller or at least the big things on your list are not getting taken care of. You know, so consciously decide the one or two things that you're not good at doing and the stuff that you might not really like to do and begin to take action against those things. Not only will your list begin to shrink, but the tough things that may have been causing some of this consternation will get taken care of and you'll begin to decrease that level of anxiety and ease that level of overwhelmment. Wow. All right. I gave you the the baker's dozen. So hopefully one of those things will work for you. We've run out of time. Uh, I'm going to talk to you again next week. Until then, always live in thanks. Give when you can. Love first and then choose. Have an amazing week. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.